welcome everybody to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home Base Services. Week of May 17th, 2021. Uh, remember everybody, you can always go and find these announcements each and every week in their written form uh, on Casewind. And you go to the resources tab on the, in the left hand side of the page or by clicking the menu. And then you go down to announcements and you'll be able to get these. There are several links in this week's announcements and you'll be able to get these links or review these at any time when you have access to Case Win. So make sure you uh, make sure you're doing that. And we're going to go ahead and start it here with the first announcement uh, discussing attempts to supervise visit. And we are now uh, allowing for workers to bill an additional hour in these situations. So do you ever become frustrated when you have transported children to a supervised visit and the parents fail to arrive? We know how harmful this is to children when mom and or dad fail to arrive for a visit and we are there to see the sadness and disappointment. When these things occur, team members must always be there to support the children and try to lift them up when this happens. We must all begin to, begin to plan for the future so that children do not have to feel this way again. The first step is to reach out to supervision to inform them what happened so we can begin the process of exploring a mandatory call ahead with DCS approval so the parents are held more accountable. With DCS approval, we can implement a two hour, a 24 hour or both to, hope, to help eliminate any chance the children have to be put in this situation of heartbreak when mom and or dad do not show up. We also need to coach the parents on how harmful this is to their children. Sometimes there are valid reasons and sometimes there are not so coaching parents is vital. We also understand how hard this can be for the visit facilitator when you fully expected a two or three hour visit and the parents no show. So effective Sunday, May the 9th, so this is already in play, all team members who have transported children to a supervised visit and the parents no show will now be eligible to bill for an additional one hour to help supplement the lost time. This will be paid at your higher rate of pay for hourly staff and all team members will get an hour credit towards their monthly family engagement. In order to get credit for this hour, you'll have had to, had to transport the children to the visit location, wait a minimum of 15 minutes, and transport the children back to placement after efforts to contact the parents go unreturned. To document this time, you're gonna enter the transport, attempt to supervise visit, and transport like you have always done. To get paid for the additional hour, hourly team members will then, number one, Go to your CTT time tracker. Number two, click on add time. Number three, enter one full hour of time beginning with when your end transport ended. Click on activity type and select attempt to SV add, which is or addition. Number five, add any appropriate note to that. And six, click submit. Salary team members will go to their salary billable timesheet. Select the attempt to SV add in the dropdown, indicate one over, click the plus button, and then click the save button. So as an example, you would document as such. A transport from 10 to 10.15, an attempt to supervise visit from 10.15 to 10.30, the transport from 10.30 to 10.45, and then in CTT or a salary billable timesheet, you would then include 10.45 to 11.45 as your attempt to SV add. Keep in mind if you do any other non-client face-to-face work during this hour of allowable time, you will be paid for the attempt to SV additional time at your billable rate of pay. You will not be paid additional time if you complete any other work that creates an overlap during this hour. If you would happen to engage in a face-to-face -face session with a client within this hour, 
You will be credited with the full hour for this attempt to supervise visit and will get credited and paid for time spent with the client. We've also capped this as that we will only be paid on any one case a maximum of three times. Lastly, you must document this as stated above in the CTT time tracker or salary billable timesheet to be paid for and the billing department will not be reaching out to you about this. Lastly, it must be documented as directed above and you will not be paid uh, to add this after your weekly documentation has been submitted. We appreciate all of you and hope this helps you in all of these situations. If you have any questions about this, feel free to reach out to Tori Turner, Gary Emmons, or your team leader. Next announcement is in regards to our 401k program. To be eligible for 401k, you had to have worked for the company for at least 12 months minimum, and then we have two entry points, which is January 1st and July 1st of every year. So team members who have been employed for IHPS with at least, at least 12 months as of July 1st, 2021, which would be start dates of July 1, 2020 or before, you're now eligible to make contributions to your 401k retirement plan come July 1st. Those hired between January 2nd, 2020 and July 2nd, 2nd, 2020 are newly eligible and will automatically be enrolled at 3% contribution rate of your gross wages. You are able to opt out if you choose the 401k program at any time. How does IHBS match you when you put money into your 401k account? If you put in 3%, IHBS will match your 3%. If you contribute 4%, IHBS matches you at 3.5%. If you contribute 5% or more, IHBS will match you at 4% and matching does stop at 4%. But anything you would do over 5%, would still be matched at 4% for the duration of your entry into the 401k program. Those already contributing are, are, are eligible but are chosen not to, but this also is a good time to make changes to your plan. You're able to go to www.401k.com to visit the Fidelity website to review your contributions, investments, and beneficiaries. Another way to communicate with Fidelity Investments is to call them at 1-800-835-5097, and they are open Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 8.30 Eastern Time to speak with representatives or get assistance with logging into the website if you're having trouble with that. You're also able to download the Fidelity Net Benefits app to your personal phone as another option to make changes. Those not yet enrolled on the www.401k.com can do so now if you haven't already. Another resource for us is uh, through Old National Wealth Management and our representative there is Michael Blankenberger and Michael Blankenberg can be reached at 812-464-1348 or Michael, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L dot Blankenberger, which is B-L-A-N-K-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R at oldnational.com. Now that's a lot. You can go back to the announcements in case when and get this information again. But Michael's there to assist you, advise you on some uh, uh, choices that you would want for potential um, for your money to go into for your 401k account. This is also a very important time to review your beneficiaries or select them if you haven't done so yet. At this time, uh, nearly half of our participants don't have a beneficiary named. Taking the time to choose your beneficiaries now can help your family avoid probate court later if something unfortunate would happen to you. Please tell your family or friends if you've selected them as a beneficiary because your beneficiaries must contact Fidelity themselves to receive their assets. Fidelity will distribute your assets to your beneficiaries without requiring a will or other legal documents. 
This also can be accomplished through 401k.com or doing it through the Fidelity Net Benefits app. You can do all that through that. It's also important to name uh, life insurance uh, for life insurance things that we have. Every employee has a life insurance policy. So it's another important reason to get a beneficiary's name for that. So if you have any, any questions at all about 401k, please reach out to Gary, 812-598-7448. Of course, you can always email me at gemmons at ihbs.us. Some COVID-19 vaccination incentive and information for you all. Um, I'm happy and proud to report that 118 people have reported getting the vaccination so far as of just this morning. In an effort to increase our COVID-19 vaccination numbers, we have, uh, we're going to begin offering a monetary incentive to get, to get the full dosage of the vaccine beginning immediately. This also will apply to all team members who have already received the full vaccination before we announce this. Once you provide proof of your COVID-19 vaccination record card, which that's the one they get a little postcard they give you uh, at the site, or you also should be getting an email from the Indiana Department of Health Provide one of those two things, you're gonna receive compensation for doing so in the next available paycheck. Team members will receive two hours of pay providing proof of the full vaccination. The pay rate for this will either be at your PTO rate, if that applies, a flat, rate, flat hourly rate, if that applies, or for salary team members, two hours at an equivalent hourly rate to your salary. Again, you must provide proof by sending your COVID-19 vaccination record card um, or the email from the Indiana Department of Health to hr at ihbs us or texting a picture of the card to either Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury. And how do you register for the vaccine if you haven't done, done so yet? Uh, these announcements provide several links for several places to do so. If you simply put in Google search for the state that you live in and where can I get my vaccine, you're going to have plenty of places to do so. State health departments are running these, but also places like Walmart, Sam's Club, Walgreens, Meyer, and CVS all also offer uh, sign-ups through their websites. You can find them on there as well. So there's many, many places to get these get these done. So we're encouraging everyone to get their vaccine. We know that everyone from the survey that we did, that there's a lot of uh, feelings of uncertainty about the, the vaccine. We also provided some links below in the, the announcements that you'll see to hopefully fully explain the testing and the safety of the vaccine. And big point to remember is that fully vaccinated people are no longer have to quarantine if they are exposed to another person who is COVID-19 positive as long as they are asymptomatic. So it's also helpful since the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act is now ended as of March 31st, that if you would happen to be in contact with someone or is exposed to someone who is COVID positive, if you're fully vaccinated, you no longer have to quarantine per doctors or health department recommendations if you're not showing symptoms. Something to be very aware of, that that's a very big help uh, that you can continue to work. Um, of course, we always still want to use caution. We're doing so. Um, CDC is still requiring masks to be worn if we're in heavily crowded spaces, especially if there's no ventilation. Um, but outside of those situations, um, fully vaccinated people uh, are no longer required to wear masks. We're still reviewing these things with internally within Ireland Home-Based Services. Hope to have an announcement out to everyone soon of how we're going to do that. But at this point within our building and, and when you're working with clients, we're wanting to encouraging everybody that we still need to be wearing masks in those situations. Hope to have an announcement out soon uh, about that. Next announcement, we have a newer process for reporting workers' compensation claims. If you are injured during the workday, please call MedCorp. MedCorp's phone number is 833-359-0000. 
0188 to report a claim. And then MedCorps will directly or direct you to a medical facility for treatment or provide recommendations for the care of your injury. Once your claim is reported, reach out to Susan Minkarski in the HR department for further guidance. We should have several flyers posted at all of our offices at this point. But again, if you're injured on the job, you're going to be recording those to MedCorps at 833-359-0188. If you forget this process, you can still continue to reach out to Susan Minkarski of the HR department, and we'll guide you through this. During the month of May, IHPS would like to recognize Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. IHPS would also like to acknowledge the history and achievements of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders across our nation. We're also very proud to acknowledge and celebrate our Asian American and Pacific Islander team members here. For additional information and to learn more about the history of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and challenges faced, especially over the past year, please visit resources at asianpacificheritage.gov, fapac.org forward slash aapi resources, or the Smithsonian has a really wonderful uh, website too, and you get there through Smithsonian, apa.org forward slash stand. IHPS continues to identify ways we can be more supportive of our staff who come from different cultures and backgrounds than their clients. If anyone has any ideas to share, we welcome the opportunity to explore these with you and to help us all find a better path forward as professionals while we work to improve the lives of families and children. You can always reach out to the managers at managers at IHPS.us or diversity committee at diversity at IHPS.us or you can call any of us on the front page of CaseWind there is an announcement of our diversity committee, and there is a survey there if you want to do things anonymously, if you choose to do so. So please go to the front page of Wait Case Wind, and you'll see an uh, announcement about our diversity committee. You can always get more information there as well. All right, Memorial Day is coming up very quickly here. It's actually the last day of May this year, so Monday, May 31st is the Memorial Day holiday. And make sure keep in mind, everyone needs to keep in mind the following information. So for the week of May 23rd through May 29th, all documentation is due Sunday, May 30th, 2021 by 8 a.m. local time. So the Sunday before Memorial Day, we need all documentation for the previous work week due at 8 o'clock. Our billing department is going to be working, all of them will be working Sunday, starting early in the morning to process paperwork packets so they can have their holiday on Monday. So it's very important that everyone does this. Um, so we want to make sure everyone's doing that. So for the week of May 23rd through May 29th, that documentation has got a quick turnaround due Sunday, May 30th, 2021 at 8 a.m. local time. Always remember that the coverage policy should also be followed so we're not creating coverage for coworkers. When is your holiday? If your normal work days are Monday through Friday or you're on a flexible schedule, you're going to be off Monday, May 31st. If your normal work days are Tuesday through Saturday, You'll be off your normal work in your normal days plus Tuesday, June the 1st. If you're off uh, normally work Wednesday through Saturday, you'll be off your normal days. If you normally work Sunday through Thursday, you'll be off your normal days as well as Monday 31st. You are required to work Sunday, May 30th if that, uh, if that falls into place for you. If your normal work days are Sunday through Wednesday, you'll be off your normal days as well as Monday, May 31st. This may require you to work Thursday, June 3rd to ensure clients' needs are met. It's always possible that we'll get requests for work to be done on Memorial Day. We will uh, address those and review those to see if those things are necessary. So we may be asking for volunteers to work that day. If you want to volunteer, go ahead and reach out to your supervisor and let them know. 
But if that doesn't happen, all employees should be off on Memorial Day unless there is a request for us to do work. If you have any questions about this, please reach out to the Human Resources Department, and we hope everyone has a really uh, fun, safe holiday. Another reminder, this has been on the announcements for a few weeks now. Um, we're requiring client signatures once again. We never really stopped you know, with COVID. Uh, we wanted to stop the transfer of devices. We've now learned a lot more about the transference of the virus. It's a very small chance it's gonna be transmitted through surfaces. Um, we never stopped the requirement of in-session documentation, so that continues, but we also now are now requiring client signatures at the end of your session. Um, it's always good to review your session with them, things that were worked on, the goals that were worked on, um, issues, concerns, things like that are important to document and then talk to your client about that. Um, we want them to you know, we want them to hear that. We want them to know what was in their session so they don't learn it at a, at a different day and time. If you have issues during a session with this, you know, you can always reach out to your supervisor. Um, but this is a requirement uh, beginning there at the end of April. Parent cafes. Ashley Beeler has Parent Cafe on technology and safety. It's got three more offerings during the month of May. One being today, Monday, May, I'm sorry, Tuesday, May 18th. That's at 8.30 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So 8.30 to 10 Eastern Time, the May 18th. May 20th from 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. May 25th from 5.30 to 7 Eastern Time. If you have questions about this Parent Cafe on technology and safety, reach out to Ashley Beeler at 812-929-0549. You can also reach out to Ashley at abeeler at ihps.us. Deb Cooper's got a Parent Cafe called Kicking Your Bird Out of the Nest and Other Big Transitions. All of these uh, parent cafes are in central time zone. So we have one set for uh, May 20th from 5.30 to 7. So just one more offering for Deb. May 20th, 5.30 to 7. Any questions? Reach out to Deb Cooper at 812-483-8369. Or you can, of course, reach out to Deb at any time at dcooper at ihbs.us. Another great resource is to follow them on Facebook, and that's at IHBS Parent Cafe, and you'll always be updated on the nearest cafes. Deb Cooper also has one more offering of our Recovery Cafe entitled You Are Not Alone. Recovery Cafe is an opportunity for people in all eight stages of the recovery journey and those who support them to connect with community and build strategies for success. Of course, like all these other meetings are conducted through Zoom, you can get the fly and go on the Facebook page and get more information about this. But the next offering is Wednesday, May 26th, beginning at 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern Time. So again, Recovery Cafe, you're not alone. Wednesday the 26th, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern. Again, any questions, reach out to Deb Cooper about that. Well, I think, guys, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up just in review. We'll be putting out further guidance about fully vaccinated people and the requiring of a mask to be worn. At this time, nothing has changed. Continue to do so. Uh, we should be putting out something soon on that. Um, we hope everyone has a great week. It's going to be a warm one here at the end of the week. Summer's going to be coming soon, and it's going to feel like it this weekend. So take care, everybody. Have a great week.